Oh, my. Dennis, how are you on this home lovely run. evening? Home, home run. Home run. Out of home, the, home run. Out of the gate. First yeah. pitch. Yeah, baby. Boom. Out of the park. Whew. Whew. Oh, it's, it's, it's great. We spent the weekend at uh, Soccer Tuck, as planned. Mm-hmm. Many stories to tell. And getting ready this week for? for my 50th high school reunion. Oh, 50th. my God. You are so old. Well, the numbers are dwindling. They, they cut out the buffet. There weren't enough people to plow through it. They're probably <laughs> going to serve five breakfasts of, of cereal and, and, and <laughs> some type of soft, gritty type oatmeal. oatmeal-ish. At your age, you folks need fiber. I need, do you have a straw? I want to, can I drink this gruel through a straw? That'd be so much. Wow. 50 years. Yeah. I'm spending the night at the hotel of the, of the event. Oh, yeah. Where there were 38 rooms set aside at cheaper rate, which I didn't get because I had gone too late. But hmm. it tells me, here's the thing. It tells me, number one, there are 38 people from my class right. of 92 we were staying at this hotel. That's a third. It's almost half. Yeah. Of the of yes, in, in fact. Number two, I don't have any idea who they are. <laughs> right. They might be some of the people that I like, but given there were only five of them out of ninety-two, I kind of doubt. Number two, or uh, I forgot the number. Yeah. I'm C. spending the night, and then the next day, I'm going to hang out at the hotel by the pool all day. Right. Which is on Lake Erie and has a nice view and has a bar and mm-hmm. whatever. Good plan. And that day saturday culminates with an all high school reunion meaning all classes uh-huh. whoever graduated from cardinal Minzenti high school catholic high school right classes of 92 120 100 whatever yeah and then they closed down so that is a cash bar at the elks club nice in downtown dunkirk new york which is one of the iconic buildings and clubs in the entire city Mm-hmm. Iconic when I was in high school and wanted to go in there and drink and didn't, and instead drank behind the place in an alley. Is that where you're gonna? Is that where you're gonna hang out during the event in the alley on Saturday? Me? Well, uh, well, well, well. You should at least check it out to see how much has changed. Yeah, my my spouse of forty six some years will be there with me. I think she'd like to experience that. I say, hey, let's go back and chug a pint of orange mist and see what happens. <laughs> so, so all right, I used to do that. I remember all sorts of good things happened after I chugged a pint of orange mist. Orange mist. All sorts of good things, as opposed to cherry mist. Uh, That goes without saying. I don't know this for a fact, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's a pineapple mist and a blueberry mist. Things have changed so much since I was in high school. Well, But anyway, that's coming up. You're a mister. I'm a what? A mister. A mist or a cherry mister, as the case may be. I wouldn't be surprised if nowadays there was a pineapple mist and even a blueberry mist. Not so much things have changed. Didn't you just say that, Grandpa? Well, play the tape back. I never said it. You made it up. That's exciting. Uh, I guess. That's not the word I would use to describe my feelings. In Interesting. Anticipatory. Curious. Curious, yes. That's a good... That, that, that you have curiosities that you want to investigate. So I have one of the many beers that was left over is this local Irish red. Oh, yes. To join you. The, the bilingual label, which we communicated about. Yeah. Show me the bottle again. So, the, so I, I showed them to my friends, and they said, Oh, Irish red. And I'm like, what? And they said, Irish because that's in Spanish, you would pronounce all the I's like E. Ah. Uh, 
So anyway, that's my... Uh, and they would say what again? Yiddish red. Which Yiddish. is a... Yes. yes. Huh. Do you know what red means in Spanish? Net Flower. It means network or net. So going on the internet is going on la red, which is interesting. Oh, really? Yeah, who knew? And how do you say red in Spanish? Rojo. 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 I see your eyes in there. Rojo. Mm. It must be on the Rodriguez. And you know how you say eyes? Ojo. Yes. So, ojo rojo. Ojo rojo. Is a red eye. Rojo. Rojo. Like Santa Claus. Rojo. Mi punta. Well, I do am uh, no surprise. What do I have today? It's covered up by my beach house bar and grill koozie. Mm-hmm. I went back to my hometown, which I'm going back to again. Right. Recently. Back in the day, there was a couple of beaches we went to on Lake Erie, and one of them was at Wrights Park, and it was on the south side of town. And if you walk far enough in the water past where there was a beach into the gnarly kind of a slate cliff area where the cliffs were 30, 40, even feet high, there was a cave that was called Devil's Cave. And if you walked out there, you could climb into the cave and realize that you just walked a long way to look at a fucking hole in a rock. And then walk back. And it wasn't easy. The devil plays mean tricks like that. It was a long way. But up above that cliff area Mm -hmm. used to be a bathroom, and there still is, and a place where you could sit out of the weather and a little roof on. Mm -hmm. I went back, come to find out they took those two buildings, connected them with the roof, Mm -hmm. added walls, turned the original sitting area into a kitchen. Hey. On the new enclosed open area between the two buildings on the what would be the external wall of the bathroom now enclosed they put a bar and they're serving 34 types of draft beer and just jamming out some real rhythm and blues and some blues music and it's called the beach house bar and grill so i went back and said it's paradise this used to be a bathroom and a little you know place to sit i was like yeah what do you think of it now? Outside a stage where a band played during the weekends and seating outdoors, indoors. I'm like, give me one of them koozies. They say, well, you're from out of town. You could, how many do you want? You could, you could keep them. There we go. <laughs> Somebody thought, let's turn this shitter into a hitter. The shitter into a hitter. That was a go-getter. Yeah. She really tried to move it. And then she found she could groove it. Exactly. They're selling beer and wine. They sell it all the time. And I'll have a bit. Music gets so loud. Bitter. I say I'm crying out loud. Nice, nice, nice. Mystic. Orange mystic. Or cherry mystic. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if nowadays they're selling pineapple mist, and even blueberry mist. I I I doubt that. Things have changed so much. Yes. Speaking of, you know how we talked about Interstellar. Uh, yes. Directed by Christopher Nolan. And you're from a town. Have you seen the movie he's made called Dunkirk? The War of the uh, Battle yeah. of the Same Name? Yes. Yes, I have seen it. And in fact, as the city I grew up in, Dunkirk, New York, yep. is in fact of course. The, the sister city of Dunkirk, France, which I was surprised it was spelled D-U-N-K-I-R-K, which is how you spell it in English. But in uh, French, it's D-U-N. K-I-R-Q-E, don't click, or something like that. No, there you go. There you go. Now, so the film was already Americanized, and it was a great, more than anything, it was a great rendering of Winston Churchill and his, the, the ponderous decisions that he had to make and the incredible armada 
that actually, literally, an armada of regular people in boats. Right. Who saved the world. Saved the world from extinction into the Third Reich. Astounding. Astounding, I say. Just Captain Joe Fisherman doing his part. Yes. For the war effort. And in fact, it, it, I recall when I was on a fishing boat in Northern California, Oregon, Washington coast, as a matter of course, I, as I all, all did my, my, my mates on other boats and in my boat, signed up volunteers in the Maritime Union. Uh-huh. And that meant we would be called upon, just like they were in Dunkirk, France, in time of war. And for that, I received health benefits. Did you use Medical them? and dental. Yes. Yes. More often than I care to state, but hmm. it was during that time in my life that I discovered that my the dentist of my youth, Dr. Fettinger, had no fucking clue what he was doing. Tried to suicide. He filled my teeth full of cavities. He filled my cavity. He filled every cavity I had with silver, but he did not get all the cavities out. So hmm. at the age of 21, I had all 17 cavities of my youth erupt into a rotting mass of, oh my God, I need a dentist. Got it all for nothing because I was a member of the Maritime Union. Nice. Yes. Just Joe. like time back. Nice. What happened in Dunkirk, France? I too. I was a part of that in a brother brotherhood kind of way. Well, before my time, but connected. Look, thank you for your service. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Ay, 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 ay. In Spain, they don't eat tamales. They. What the fuck? I don't know. What yeah, you change the lyrics on that every time. I just finished watching an eight-part Amazon Prime miniseries called Utopia. And it is a super mindfuck because, okay, the general premise is, like, what the trailer shows you is there are some comic book nerds that are really into this one comic book called Dystopia. And they... And they've heard that there's a that there's a next edition coming out called Utopia, but no one has found it for ten years, and they don't even know if it exists. And urban myth. But they've been uh, looking at every single drawing of Dystopia, and they have formed this conspiracy theory that all of the major viral outbreaks of the past twenty years are depicted with their place and their type of virus and the symptoms in this comic book that's thirty pages long. Really? And so. It's one of these things where if you go looking, it's like numerology. If you go looking for, oh, how many, Donald Trump has so many letters in it, and also Himmler or whatever, you can find these correlations uh, because the human brain is a pattern matching machine. But anyway, so there's this small group of nerds that, that think that this comic book means something and that... If they can, if they can find another one, they can maybe predict the next one and save lives and stuff. And so they, and they've only ever talked online. They don't know who each other is really. It's just uh, they've talked online. <clears throat> and the opening scene is this young couple is moving into this house that the that the wife's uh, grandfather died and, and and left to her. And they're they don't know anything about comic books. And they go in and it's all full of crap. And they stumble upon this comic book called Utopia, which is the one that is supposedly un, unreleased. And the guy knows enough oh. to know that nerds would pay a lot of money for this. So, they, so it was the original. Yeah, the original art. Uh, the guy only, wrote it. Yeah, the, yeah, and or, or acquired it. Right, and the so they real they so he thinks fanboys will pay a lot of money for stupid stuff like this. I bet if we announce that we have this thing, people will come, 
and so they announced it somehow and they had to agree to go to this comic con convention and so this group of people that are like conspiracy theorists about this are like oh my god utopia really exists it's we, we can go and see it we can make we can make a bid on it even though we don't have any money because we're basement losers and so anyway it starts like that but it proceeds to be of course to make it interesting their conspiracy is actually true and this was the this was proposed as a tv series in 2017 and it was going to be directed by david fincher who is possibly the best tv director and movie director but he turned it down for some reason and anyway this got made and they finished the filming this is important they finished the filming at the end of 2019 okay yeah and the plot is that there's this evil guy played by john cusack who plays a pretty good villain Really, he's the lovable fellow, but he makes a good villain. He's a tall villain. And he, so the plot is, this guy has been releasing these viruses, SARS and MERS and those things are all as part of that. And so that he can, so that he can create and sell a vaccine to, to solve this. And this is, one thing that, that my wife has said over the past couple of years is that if COVID was killing children rather than old people, our response would have been very different. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. in this scenario, it kills children. Oh, God. And parents are outraged, and they, anyway, it's, they have this plan, and it comes out so that it's, oh, it turns out we've developed this vaccine. And so they're wanting to distribute this vaccine worldwide to, and that's the real poison, right? Oh, and shit. it's, fuck, man, you released this, and you finished film. hold on, they finished filming this in... Yeah. 2019 and right. they fucking released it in fall 2020 don't release that in fall 2020 no bad Oof. and it was just at the beginning of every episode they're like this is total fiction this has nothing to do with anything in the real world but it's just like what a fucking coincidence and all of the there's all of this like sort of anti-vax sentiment and but also like the production and the delivery and the distribution of the vaccine is all so fucking familiar in 2021 yeah. and yeah. it is just it is just wild it's eight a, episodes it's a little more violent than i prefer and in right. fact they said that apparently there was a british version and this is less violent than the british version but there's a lot of assassination going on but as one would imagine as one would imagine but it's mostly almost all the killings are headshots pistol to the head and the person collapses so it's almost stormtrooper violence Stormtroopers uh-huh. receive one little laser hit and then they just fall over. Oh, and yeah. there's no blood. And in here, there's more blood. But it's a really intriguing sort of run. Anyway, I enjoyed it, but it did not get another season purchased. Oh, it did. Interesting. Yeah, imagine that. Hey, did you see my, my notice about the HBO series? The uh, Australian, The End? Yes. I didn't. So all I, I saw that it was Australian and I right. didn't look well, it up to see if it was on my HBO. So um, this reminds me of my recommendation of the Scandinavian flick or Scandinavian series. What was it called? Huh? Beartown? The other one with the guy in the woods. The gentleman in the woods. Yes. Yeah. Him. Yeah. In that, it's got that same as you watch it, you want to know what happens with this the, these main characters. You really it's so interesting, particularly the lead. The name of that was Gusta. Gusta. 
the woman who is the really the, the, the premier opening potential suicide it starts out just to give you a glimpse apparently there's they, they show they show a, a woman laying in bed if you think it's a woman wrapped with her head wrapped in plastic and as she's laying there with her head wrapped in a plastic bag they shoot to her living room where she's built a fire and the log a log rolls out of the fire into the living room floor and rolls closer to the kitchen where she is also left the pilot the the gas on mm-hmm. and when she starts to when she starts to realize that these alarms are going off these fire alarms are going off she sits up and she pukes inside of the plastic oh, bag God. rips the bag off her head yeah races down the stairs sees her house on fire does not want to die in a fire even though she wants to die obviously and goes to a window where she's certainly going to leap to her death before she downs the remainder of a three-quarter empty gin bottle and she jumps out of the window lands on the ground with a thud with broken limbs and totally conscious yes and on the way to the hospital she tells the guy who's taking care of her in the ambulance it says don't resuscitate and he says you're still conscious <laughs> and that's the opening. That sounds. And I was hooked. Yes, I was hooked. And okay. there's uh, seven episodes. That. I've seen five, and the seventh one is about to air this coming Sunday. Oh, it's so not totally out yet. Nice. No, it's just it's fresh. Now I got to tell you this. I kept the homework list. Here's the frustrating thing. I would go to HBO and I'd see the the hundred foot wave. Mm-hmm. It, the second episode was on at ten o'clock on a Sunday night. Well, I'm not going to stay up, so I went to HBO on demand. Right. And well, I'll just find it and okay. watch it. Yep. The only thing it did was show me when it was going to be aired. Available to watch, one, only one, to be aired. And I thought, this is fucked up. I'll give it a week and see what happens. Give it a week. Then I say, oh, Sunday, number three is up. Uh-huh. I go to number three. Yeah. Browse episodes. One available. Three, coming up. I go to search. Yeah. And I type in 100 foot and, I, and nothing comes up. And then I realized that it's got a hyphen, which there's no option to enter a hyphen in, in a search. And I said, well, that's probably it. I'll wait a week. So I go, and then I go 100 foot, and this time it comes up without a hyphen. I don't type in the hyphen, but it comes up on the screen with a hyphen. And I go, and it says available, One and it gives me episode three coming up. And I don't, and so the other, I tried, bro. I tried. And I can't wait. I can't. I'm not going to wait up till 10 o'clock. The dog at your homework. Yeah, kind of thing. That's that's messed up. That's I don't know. I suspect that it's a HBO special signature Max. Yeah, that's so dumb though. Like they got layers. What? It's 2021. Why? I like. I'm okay with an episode coming out at a certain time, premiering at a certain time, but it should be available to stream after that forever. If you if you're gonna make it hard to watch, we won't watch. But they already got your money, so. Well, so it's more than that. But what it is doing is leaving their customers with frustration that you're yes. voicing now. Yes, so, I am. You, and the, you are perceptive and gathering take that, note. that intel. Yes. Well. Thank you for noticing. Thank you for caring. I appreciate your sentiment, and I empathize with your pain. Okay. So what will you do about it? What are your What are the three or four steps of what you will do? Your commitment to me. To ease my pain. Okay, go. You love lists. Number one. I will suggest another thing that you can watch, maybe. Number two. I will hope that <laughs> hope. thoughts and prayers. Oh, wait a minute. 
A hope without a plan is a hallucination. You cannot include a hope in your plan. No desires, no hopes, no dreams. These are not actionable. These are fantasies. Or, let's say, mysteries. Right. There you go. It's it's a tough world out there. You have Showtime and HBO. Do you have Amazon Prime Video? Yeah. We went back and forth at this a little bit. So let me tell you my plan. You never heard this before. I'm going to contact the geek. (laughs) No, I got a plan. Number one, contact the geek squad where I'm a paid member. What? Fix anything IT, I have a problem. Number two, get to know one of them enough to say, I need my own geek. I want a geek. I want you to come to my house and modernize everything. I will buy whatever you tell me to buy. I will allow you to install whatever you want me to install, but I want... I need an IT guy. Will you be my geek? And you, you need like your guy that that does all the work bef- yeah. and finishes before you can be- before you're ready to give him the next thing to do in your yard. I need I, yes, uh, yes. What's his that, name? That's right, Gunter the, or whatever the, his name. That's is. Matt the Grunt. Ah, Matt the, Grunt, was, the Energizer Grunt. buddy. Yes. Of the digging hole. So you need the nerd version of Matt the Grunt, Matt the geek. Yes. If you live nearby, this would be you. If I you would do this for me, you. This would be you. In a, you, in a second. You, you, you'd say what again? Okay, come on. Let's go ahead and just unplug this. Unplug the cables again, old man. Back in and yeah. Count to thirteen and just see. There it is. You're good. It's all coming back on. Call me again if you need me anytime. And then you roll your eyes, mm-hmm. jump on your little bicycle, which is probably a three wheeler. Right. And then drive a couple blocks away to wherever you and your plan to live when you move here. Hey. Hey. Where's the? Where are we at? Speaking of plans of action. Where are we at Hopes and dreams. with the house swapping, the house swapping, Kalamazoo and your town in, in Espana? If you contacted anybody, if you said, hey, I got a guy, it's near the, it's near the lakes, it's, you know. Have I have you? not. Have you contacted anyone on your end? Yes, I have. I talked to my next door neighbor about it. You got to. And she, she said, I'm all in. Let's okay. get rid of both of our houses simultaneous. So you're, well, you're, uh, you have a, a woman you've known for a blogger, a common blogger of some kind who <laughs> indicated to you yes. when you saw her yes. in, in down south uh-huh. that, hey, What's your memory? she was into this. All you needed to do was say, hey, dear, what's her name? Sarah? Dear Edith. Fuck, you got it right Priscilla. the first time. Yeah, you know it's Sarah. I did. Weirdly. Holy cow. Yeah. That is weird. I got a guy, Kalamazoo, look it up, get back with me. Yeah. Bam. I'm going to go to France. Look, I think a lot of people are going to see the name Kalamazoo and they're going to be like, that's not a real city name. It's like Timbuktu. That's not a real place. Yeah, include the include the iconic Gibson Tower. Tower. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, pictures of Bell's Brewery and things that are national, international in scope. Oberon. You get that in Spain, have, right? I don't. What is that? Oberon. Yeah. The fall beer. It's okay. Oktoberfest type beer. It sounds like a pharmaceutical. Oberon. Actually, Check with your doctor. Oberon. Oberon is right for you. Oberon is the name of one of the characters in the series The End, Oberon. Okay. Very f- interesting. And the, I'm looking forward to the start of the end. The start of the end. I'm in, I'm not in the middle of the end. I'm more toward the end of the end. I don't know what, I don't know, I don't know how many episodes. And you're going to your 50th this. anniversary for, really? you're pretty close to the end. Well, yeah. Hey, uh, a shout out to my buddy Butchie. Butchie. Butchie, get ready for the uh, reunion and, uh, Massive heart attack. Took him to the other side. Fucking A. Butchie, Butchie Mack was a big dude, man. Football player, real heavy. I uh, loved to drink. And one time in our 
high school, I think it was our junior year, we had my parents went out for a night out. They were going to be home really late. So I invited the boys over and uh, we were playing pool down in my basement with a pool table and Eddie, Butchie, where's Butchie? Where's Butchie? Oh my God. He had gone into my father's workshop in my basement and taken a gallon of my father's homemade wine and gone into the downstairs bathroom and without us knowing it, drank almost all of it, chugged it, almost a, a gallon of homemade red wine. And we heard him saying from sitting on the shitter, no, I think I drank too much wine. <laughs> and before the end of the night, when everyone else there realized that in my father's workshop were not only so many gallons of wine, but so many that they couldn't possibly be noticed as some of them being partly empty. It went out of control. Everyone was drinking the wine, including me, I must say. And the image that stays with me, as my parents were apparently literally blocks away, mm -hmm. was uh, Tom from my class, who I'll see soon, on his knees in the front yard puking as our friend Mike was there with a baseball bat making him puke. <laughs> and uh, Hitting him over the head? or oh, Just threatening him, yes. Okay. Get it out of your system. Get it out of your system. And all people writhing. And when I looked at the time and realized in the next 10 minutes, everything was cleaned up. Everyone was gone or hidden somewhere on the property. Right. And my parents pulled in. And I heard them as I was laying in bed awake and worried to death. I heard my mother say, oh, my God, what's that smell? Uh. <laughs> and that's my Butchie Mac story, which I hope to be able to tell at the reunion if given the opportunity. So I just did the math. And a gallon of wine is five bottles. So, uh, well, he didn't completely bit. drain it. He didn't completely drain it. I, there, clearly, there must have been some uh, spillage. Four, bo four bottles gone. But he was a big boy. He ran 250 pounds or so when he was in high school. Right. So, yeah. that means that, and plus, he was a, a notorious and a much experienced drinker, which I could be know, related perhaps, to his demise. Yeah, there might be a connection. Just right? saying. Maybe. Uh, wow. So we have some correspondence to uh, go through, if you, not from our listeners, because they're lazy motherfuckers. But you sent a Guinness World Record ah, yes. to me that is pretty astounding. It's not nearly as gross as the fingernails or the eyelashes. But apparently there is this gifted, I don't think... Well put I, well I put. I don't think. I mean, an outlier. There's no other. Well, like, there's no other way to say it. But we don't want. Gifted is a little bit more generous than an outlier. But go ahead. In in earlier time, in earlier earlier less woke times, they might have used the word freak. But she's a unique individual that she discovered. She must have always known this that she was a little different than other people, but she discovered that she has an enormous mouth. And. She figured this out because she was just like making silly TikTok videos and making funny faces with and his was, enormous mouth. And was looking in the <clears throat> was looking in the mirror. But I think she knew that she had a, a larger mouth, but it wasn't until she started showing the world her mouth and everyone was like, Oh wow. my god, that she realized That's that oh wait, mouth. I have something here. And good on her. She's managed to like monetize this as a as like a YouTube channel because right, right. it's <laughs> if you have exceptionally large hands then you can these days you can actually make money 
uh, doing videos where you like see if you can palm a watermelon or whatever. But she does these videos where she tries to fit things things, that, things into her into her mouth that, including uh, but not limited to. Are you waiting for me to finish? Yes. This? French fries and hamburgers and apples and oranges and. I don't but know. the Guinness Book of World Records is for specifically being able to put in her mouth, in one fell swoop, an entire large order of French fries from McDonald's. It was quite specific. That is such a stupid unit of measurement. Oh, are you kidding me? That's like the gold standard. Although, because of the ubiquity just, of McDonald's, I think the but you, you, everywhere around you, the world, you, they know you, what you that feel size that way is. Just because you can't do it, you feel that way because you can't do it. You can't even do a smaller fries in that little pile you call a mouth. A poor excuse. Man, my dentists complained you could, you, all the time. They're like, "Man, you have a tiny little mouth." Right. Fit the uh, mirror in there. Couldn't even fit the little mirror in there. Right. They just had to pry it open with a just, couple of those uh, just hemostats. Poking in the dark. Clip, clip yeah. it open. Clip, they, the, clip the upper lip to your eyebrow, the lower lip to your nipple, and that was the only way they could get in your trap. Yes. There's. Dental nipple clips are uh, painful. <laughs> we could make money off these. I told you before. And the eyebrow clip, same. That's not quite as painful as the nipple clip, but. And therefore, not as attractive. I think you'll agree. Yes. But it, it I remember having a Guinness Book of World Records back when it was a book and there being the photos. Book, right? Yeah, a Guinness Book of yeah. World Records. And I remember there being photos of people. And again, this was probably back in the late 80s of people winning the record for smoking the most cigarettes. Yeah. Having 50 cigarettes out of their mouths and lighting them which all. They, and, which in is a word which they gave posthumous. <laughs> posthumous. 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 An octopus. Hippopotamus. Posthumous. Indeed. And, of course, that is not so encouraged. So, so when I was a boy, the Guinness Book of World Records that I read... There were like four was, records was, when you were a boy. Was, was a cartoon series huh? that came out once a week in the newspaper and showed several cartoon versions of records that had been, been broken. And, was this uh, back when they were competing heavily with Ripley's? Or was yes. that later? No, about the same time. Ripley's, believe it or not, was a cartoon series a cartoon. as well. Okay. Nice. Yeah, and I was always... I, I When I was a kid, I always used to send in these Can You Draw contests, which I thought at the time were really contests, and they weren't just an invitation to send him $25 to take a class. <laughs> Did it all the time. And, and I was amazed. I was always uh, rewarded with an opportunity. Wait, wait, wait. You would send... 25 is way too much. You would send your... Or five ninety nine. You would send your drawing in with $2, and... No, they, no, no money. They would... I would send it in with no money, right. and they would write me back, and they would say, congratulations. You've won. And you now have an opportunity to take our class, uh, which, right, which you can do for five ninety nine, right, or whatever. That's a clever advertising campaign. You you bounce you because once the mark, for lack of a better word, thinks that they've been chosen for their specialty, that's got to be you, you're kind of oh. much better conversion rate for those people than if you would just put an ad out for hey here's an art class. Yes. I felt the same way, and constantly. Are you drawing one of your drawings right now? I am, of you. Here you are. Hey, that is me. You'll have to take huh? a photo of that. We can Wait post a minute, that in the I show notes. 
finish the chin. Sorry. There you go. There we you will go. take a photo of that and send it to me. Okay. That may or may not be in the show notes if Dennis is responsible. I got to finish the, the headphones. That'll be happy and, hour. And there's a cord coming out of one. Yes. And I think not I got your beady little eyes pretty good. Beady little eyes. And your. I wonder if I can figure out how to put a shine on your forehead. Yes, there it is. Right. I put a shine on your expansive forehead. Uh-huh. Where the where the prosthetic ankle used to be. Draw me like one of your French listeners girls. knew that it had been removed. Well, yeah, uh, that modern medicine is pretty impressive. Yeah. And the nary a scar can be seen. No, you got to look really close to see the proboscis scar. That uh, two by three inch scab you have there is a little bit noticeable, but if you leave it alone, it won't scar. Yeah, it won't oh. turn it into a white, brilliant white translucent scar. If only I could leave it alone. Which I. <laughs> That is so gross. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe I said that. Uh, hey, so you sent me... Oh, and this the, the video of this uh, woman with a big mouth will be in the show notes at happyhour.fm slash 121. 121. You sent me a thing about Trumpers. Like, who were the champions? Where are they now? Are they okay? And it's a 30-minute clip, which I only had 24 minutes. So I, I skipped ahead a little bit. But I luckily landed on what I think is the highlight, just to share it with you, which is Scott Bayo at the, the Republican convention. And then November, some other 20th, whatever, when he recorded his show with his wife, Renee. And it was loud, that was so good. loud funny. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to record this, he could this video. Not art- <laughs> oh God, it was funny. funny. This is, this was made in collaboration with vice media but also with oh, this, right, also right. that's the channel it was published on but it was made in collaboration with this youtuber named vic Berger, and he does these trippy as shit videos where where he like zooms in on people's faces with his video clip and cuts them off in weird th- times and plays this weird music this was a very introduction to vic Berger video this was very this was not nearly as trippy as the rest of his work. And the rest of his right. work is well, a little were, too were, yeah. a little too bizarro for me. But he's just very uh, creative uh, in linking these publicly available clips together in a just a right. thick and dark way. Uh, I was amazed at the appearance of this Dilbert, who mm-hmm. I had no idea who he was or what his politics were, let alone that he's a trained hypnotist. <laughs> and they show him in his relationship with Trump and how he was left high and dry. And he's so angry. It was so bizarre. I he's wanted a, for a minute, I said, what is this? To, is going to come back to Trump? It was very strange. <laughs> he was a big, because everyone loves Dilbert. And it's if, uh, if Gary Larson or Charles Schultz came out as with really bizarro politics, you'd be like, man, I like your work, but this is super weird. And yeah, he's he was a Charles huge. Schultz returning from the dead. Yes, returning from the dead to espouse yes. his political views would be particularly, of course, cool. Huh? What? Can you make that happen? Hey, if we join hands remotely, roast wish. some peanuts and sing. Hmm. Yeah, Schroeder. Yes, let's just let's bring Schroeder back. Wow, that's how I learned to love the piano right there. Well, there you go. That's it. Yeah, the, that's a super bizarre video, and obviously that will be in the show notes too. I recommend. So, what was your favorite part of it? I really appreciated Alex Jones being so just 
tired of Trump. He wishes he never met Trump. He wishes he never promoted Trump. Uh, yeah, which he did. Despite him being lot. such a huge force in making Trump what he was. Yep. And also just the, and for sure you could make a video like this on the other side from 2016 where you've got all the media people saying there's this is a, for sure Hillary is going to win. There's no way this oh, is yeah. not going to be. You, know, you oh, could yeah. totally make this video and then show the same people being as distraught, because we all were, as these people in this video being like, what has happened to this country? Why? How could this be that people are so stupid that they would vote this way? And that's the feeling that was shown in, with many of these people was they were like, because we're all in our little bubbles, we can't imagine that there's 50% that think the other way. And that happens to both sides where it's just what the... What, how it was this even close, but and it's uh, it's uh, the, I, I love the opening of the showing the implosion of the Trump Tower in Atlantic City. Yeah, and the I knew when they slow mowed the implosion and then the smoke wafting away and then the pile of debris that I needed to settle back. I had no idea when I opened it how long right, what it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I started. I became. I sat here at four oh four. Gave myself that uh, 26 minutes. I, I mowed the front lawn in a record 10 minutes. Hey, so that, uh, congratulations. That is, yeah. I, you deserve a medal for record, that? Or? Previous record was 12. Bragging rights with my neighbor. My neighbor was pushing his lawnmower down our shared driveway. I was right behind him. He stopped. He said, oh, you too, huh? I said, I bet you I get done quicker than you. 10 minutes. He said, oh, mine's only about 10 or 15. And I went to town. 10 minutes later, I'm done. He's still mowing. <laughs> Should we call Guinness? The Olympics or something? I had a. I wish I'd had a Guinness, but instead I smeddled for a smeddled. I smeddled for what I hoped was a Smittix, but instead it was a fat tire, uh, which is what I have. Does that does the fat tire make the the mower roll faster? So we need to review things. Ah, I fooled you. You thought it was stuck. It wasn't stuck. I just froze my face and my sound on camera, and you looked all IT concerned. It's like, oh shit, bad connection again, like two weeks ago. When it was yeah. disturbing. Yes. Disturbing. A producer's, a producer's nightmare. You are very disturbing. And a producer's, producer's nightmare. nightmare. Hey, did you get my uh, communication about the interview? Interview. Yeah, you did get it. You did get it because she said, who gives a fuck about your grade point average? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny. So right, you, got, as if, you got turned down as if, because you sent this beautiful <laughs> resume. And for some reason, your resume has your fucking grade point average from when from 50 fucking years ago. And okay. if as if that matters to anyone yeah. compared it, it to never... your life's work, like what the it's. Yeah, like I don't or even right. at, at my at the stage of my career that I'm in, people don't even care about having a right. degree, I let alone anymore. what your grades were in, in college and or high school. Who cares? Which is which still, though, is standard stuff in a resume still but it's standard but it's not it's so not, not necessary no. there are so many super super successful people that were shitty students oh yes all of these billionaire high school dropouts to mention i have two final two final things to share with you number one two final things i am i am looking forward to next week's episode and number two i have to piss so bad that it's like like a wounded moose, right? Yes, pissing like... My friends in high school used to say I have to piss like a racehorse. 
Yeah. Right. Which, it's very visual. Yeah, that's a fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> but pissing like a wounded moose. Piss is... like, what is that? I have to piss like a bird. What? <laughs> well, then just hold it in, man. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Now, tonight, I won't leave you high and dry with the cutoff. Yes. I promise. You've heard that? I've heard... I think that's pretty funny. I've been doing that for, what, six weeks in a row? I thought that's pretty hilarious. You seem flummoxed every time I do it. I'm so flummoxed. You're you a flummoxer. Your... Flummoxer. Do you you're, a, you're a producer flummoxer. 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 Ajo. 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 Do you know what ajo is? No. Ajo is garlic. Aha. And enjoy your Rodriguez. I will. Okay, that's it for episode number 121. You can find the show notes, as always, at happyhour.fm slash 121, where you can find the links to all the videos that we talked about, the lady with the big mouth, and you can help support us at patreon.com slash happyhour. We would love for your support. Buy us a big order of french fries. And we'll see you next week.